Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. It's episode 503 for Wednesday, the 10th of May, 2017. Great to see you tonight. We are going to be looking at your web sessions. We're going to learn how we can kind of get a glimpse at what is happening on our website. It's a great way for us to kind of find out if there are things with our user experience that need to be corrected. It helps us to see what the experience is like for the users on our websites. So if you're a web developer, if you've got a blog, if you've got a website, if you're a business that has a website and you want to know how does this feel for our users, well, stick around. You're going to learn a free tool that's going to help you to do just that. Over in the newsroom, Sasha Dermatis, what have you got for us? Well, here's what's coming up in the Category5.tv newsroom. Based on a new proposal, drone pilots in the EU now have to register for all drones over nine ounces. Another use for 3D printers at home at home as a university student prints his way to a better smile binaural 3d sound will make the new doctor who episode terrifying an amazing step in bionic hands has been announced and a new camera developed in sweden is faster than any photography gear on the planet stick around the full details are coming up later in the show this is category 5 technology tv our live recordings are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs. Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.tv slash IAIB. Welcome to everyone who is joining us live, and if you're watching this on demand, hello to you. My name is Robbie, and to my right, your left, is Sasha Dermatis. Hello. Over here is Henry Bailey Brown. Hello. They call this the Dream Team. Yippee. We're going to have some fun tonight. Yay. Before we get into it, just uh, a little bit of house cleaning, if you will. Uh, it's been a really expensive week here at Category 5. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Fantastic. So we're all volunteers, folks. So if you're not familiar with the show or if you're new here, uh, we don't take a, a paycheck or anything like that. We do try to keep the bills paid. And when the bills can't be paid, we'll come out of my pocket or whatever else needs to be done. Or, or we'll, we'll sell some services or something like that to, to try to make good. Um, now... This week, now last week, you remember uh, on the mm-hmm. show, it actually seemed a little dark in here, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So wow. we took a look at some of the lights, and this is why I've got this here. So these are the soft boxes that we use, and uh, they basically make sure that we're well illuminated. And the light bulbs that are in there are about $45 a piece. And if we just kind of open this up, we can get a look at what this looks like to us. Oh, I've there never seen the inside. Yeah. Mm. So they're about 45 bucks a piece, and a bunch of them have been burning out just from old age. So uh, so I, I bought four of them. Right. So they look so like this. Yeah. Um, the reason that they're unique, a couple reasons, of course, but these are 5,500 Calvin, so they are sunlight balanced so that the cameras see natural tones and things like that. And it looks nicer on camera. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you have to have good lighting, otherwise it's going to be either green-tinged or yellow-tinged or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it may look like a standard kind of uh, bulb, if you can see that in the picture, uh, but I'll show you the difference here. Not a standard bulb, but one of those fluorescent bulbs that you can buy for home. Mm-hmm. But you'll notice... The box is quite a bit longer and looks like that bad boy. Supersized. It's a monster. It is. So these are the bulbs that we use here. And we've got, as you can see, five bulbs in each of these fixtures. So um, 
Only okay. two of them are still working. <laughs> so I bought four because that's what our budget allowed this week. And, uh, you know, so that's just something that is mm-hmm. an expense here at Category 5 beyond paying the rent and paying for our internet and everything like that. So then, having ordered those, and, you know, that's, that's cool. It needs to be done. It's just one of those expenses of running a show. Mm-hmm. Um, this is completely unrelated to Category 5, but just to oh, compound okay. expenses in my week. Right. Want to know what happened? Yes. What happened? Okay. I'm nervous now. <laughs> yeah. Be nervous. Be nervous. Uh, we were driving in town here in Barrie mm-hmm. and going, thankfully, up a hill and approaching a stop sign. And mm-hmm. I went to put on the brakes to get to the stop sign and the brakes... Mm-hmm completely went out on my van. Oh, my God. So I assume, you know, it's an old van. Mm-hmm. Um, the the tube, the pipe, I don't know. Talk to I me about computers. I'll tell you all about them. Uh, but there's some kind of pipe or something that holds some kind of fluid. Juice. The brake blood. The, yeah, Hydraulics. brake blood. And <laughs> it, it sprung uh, a leak and uh, decided that my brakes were not going to work anymore. So thankfully, again, we're going up a hill. Yeah. You know, how fortunate was that? And I was able to roll to a safe stop and pull over to the side of the road. So since then, we've had it towed to the wrecker and I've had to buy a van. So that's me personally. Nothing right. to do with Category 5. Right. Just, Just life. expenses, right? More money, so, more you know, problems. And, and we're, as I said, we're all volunteers here. Um, and then... <laughs> Uh-oh. There's an Next up. Okay, now this is back to Category 5. Yeah. So Category 5 Technology TV is our show... Category 5, the TV network, we do a lot of broadcasts. We've got six shows that happen every week. And um, I was producing New Every Day last night. Every Tuesday night is Mm -hmm. our night to put together New Every Day. It broadcasts on Fridays. And noticed things were running a little bit slow, so decided to check on the state of our server, see if Mm -hmm. it was doing a parity check. Because sometimes if things are really slow, I can stop the parity check and run it manually later. Hmm. Because I'm trying to work with HD video, and so it was really brutal. Logged into the server and saw that our 1.5 terabyte hard drive, one of the nine drives in the array, Mm -hmm. had completely failed. It's okay, because we've got a parity drive that keeps things running. And also, when I replace the 1.5 terabyte drive that failed, uh, it will rebuild from parity. So no problem there. Right. So I ordered the one point. Well, I actually ordered a three terabyte drive to replace the one point five terabyte drive. It'll give us a bit more space nice. going Good. forward, and it was the best price point. So that's just another expense, and you know we take that here at the studio and, and realize that that's a needed expense. So I placed that order and then continued working on new every day and checked on the status of things again, and mm-hmm. then I got a smart error on the parity drive. What is a smart error? A smart error is an alert to tell me that a second drive in the server is about to fail. Ooh, okay. Hasn't failed yet, thankfully, because that would result in data loss. 1.5 terabytes of it. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, So we only have single drive fault tolerance, and that parity drive is going as well. It's a four terabyte parity drive. Right. So the same night that I Just ordered crusher. the three terabyte drive to replace the failed drive, I also had to order a four terabyte parity drive. So now, from a technical perspective, not talking about money now, now from a technical perspective, we've got to hope and pray that when I get the new drive, the three terabyte that should arrive tomorrow, because uh, I got priority shipping. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I hope that that parity drive doesn't fail, because if it does, then we, we will have a data loss situation. Mm. Fortunately, I do keep backups. However, I have no way to know what was on the 1.5 terabyte drive, because it's an array of nine drives. Exactly. It spans all those drives, so who knows what's on it. 
So, so that's what you know. I'm dealing with this week right. and all this kind of stuff, and then the expenses of it. So, all that to say, as a volunteer organization here at Category Five, and the whole network is a volunteer organization. Everyone that you see on the show is is just doing this out of the love of making free, family-friendly broadcasts uh, available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate everyone who uses our yes. our affiliate links, our partner links, as we call them. If you go on our website, Category Five TV and click on support us, you'll see shop with our partners. And it's a really neat way to support us because you're going to go on Amazon anyways. You're going to go to eBay and things like that. Mm -hmm. So by going through our website, a percentage of that sale doesn't affect the price for you. It still costs exactly the same. But a percentage of the sale will actually go to support Mm -hmm. Category 5 Technology TV and our other shows. I say tech TV because this is really our biggest show as far as the network is concerned. Um, So thank you to everyone who does that. If you haven't done that yet, please consider it. Um, And of course, our patrons, those who faithfully stand by us month after month and say, look, I want to give a dollar an episode for this, or I want to give even 25 cents an episode. There's power in numbers, and the more people who decide to do that, uh, the more our, our day-to-day expenses will be covered. And, and then mm-hmm. when things like this happen, where we need new light bulbs that are $45 a piece, and we need right. nine of them, and we all, you know, I bought four to get us, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can Fruit. get a little more back light up. in here. Yeah, standard. We've got to get back <laughs> up to it. And, and, you know, so those kinds of things are in, above and beyond the expense of our normal, you know, what we expect with rent and studio internet and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, if you haven't become a patron and you're curious about what that means, you can go to our website, category5.tv, and again, under support us, you'll see all different cool ways to support the show and the network, and uh, Patreon is one of the ways that you can do that. Uh, And thank you to everyone who is supporting us and has supported us in the past as well. Mm -hmm. So that's enough of the money talk. Has to be said. Um, right. But thank you. <laughs> that was, thank you. Thank truth you. be told, we all love what we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, we love yeah, we're here it. And because it's, of that. I'm, exactly. It's not about the money in any way. No. no. Except that it's necessary. <laughs> no. It's not about we got to keep it running. We got to eat food, right? Food's kind of a good thing. You know, right. so. well, we don't even we don't even do food. I mean, yeah. Category Five does admittedly buy us a can of coffee every few months. Yeah, that's and about it. So you know, <laughs> my so heart is made one third of coffee. Well, so it's go. very so you're important. Keeping Sasha going. Um, so the, those kinds of expenses, we don't. Yeah. I don't take everybody out to dinner as nice as that would be. You should though. But no, good, good idea, Henry. <laughs> good idea. That would be coming out of my pocket if we did, and I would love to do that. But. Uh, All right, so moving on. Tonight, we've got a lot of fun for you. We're going to be looking at how you can actually kind of keep track of what your site visitors are doing on your website. But it takes a unique approach. We're going to talk all about it in just a couple moments' time. But essentially, you think about the user experience on your website. Mm -hmm. What is it like for the user? I, as the programmer, think, oh, this is great. I'll put this there and this here. Well, what does the user think? We're going to get to see right after the break. Stick around. Jeff Weston, Yaman. you're building a brand new beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. 
Okay, fair enough. All right. yeah, I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. It's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost. For just $5 and a bit of change per month, you are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. Ooh. So your own .com. Nice. To put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. Cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find. $5 and change per month. Go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Our website is category5.tv. And tonight, as a web developer myself, I mean, you look at category5.tv, and that's, you know, my baby. That's something that I put together, the infrastructure, the back end, how it works. But as the developer, mm -hmm. I can sometimes miss out on things like bugs. Right. I don't see it the way that the end user sees it. I see a lot of code. Uh, I might miss out on the fact that maybe it's hard to find the local showtimes because we've got the local showtimes tucked away down in the footer. Hmm. Maybe I need to learn that, hey, I could move that up to the top somewhere and then people would be able to find the showtimes in their region a lot simpler. Now, one of the ways that we can do this, of course, is a focus group. You get a bunch of people together, you get them to go on your website and you observe them as they go about um, doing all the things on your website and see how okay. the experience is for them. It's a real eye-opener so that you can see you know, what is this website like for my users? Hmm. But that can be expensive and it can be hard to get people together and who has the time and so on and so forth. And, and this is a focus group, realistically. Right. These yeah. are not your real diehard users. users right. right. Mm -hmm. So there are analytics. You can use like Google Analytics and that service allows you to kind of see a breakdown of how things look. Uh, from, you know, what did they click on? What did they do while they're on your website? But you need to be able to generate reports and figure it out. Wouldn't it be nice if you could put a camera over the shoulder of every single person who goes to your website and see what they go through? Right. See what they click on. See if they get frustrated and start rage clicking because they can't mm. find what's going on or they can't figure out why the button doesn't work. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd Wouldn't be cool. it? Is there a way? There is a way. Dun we're not going to be all creepy and put a camera <laughs> in their bedroom. That's not yeah. how this works. But we're going to look at a service tonight that starts out as a free service. And what I mean by that is okay. if you've got a blog, if you've got a website that doesn't have an astronomical amount of traffic, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to use the free service absolutely fine. Now, if you're a bigger site, say a news site that gets millions of hits, well, then you're going to want to invest in paying for their commercial services. Mm. That's cool. Now, they do offer a free trial of the professional service, but we're going to be looking at the free service tonight All just right. to show you what this can do for you. The product that we're looking at is fullstory.com. So let's bring that up on my computer here. Welcome to fullstory.com. Now, this is going to tell you a little bit about it. You know, is this all just fancy, fancy, and they've put together a video, and who knows how real this really is. 
But let's actually sign up for an account. So you can go through the steps of now look at the pricing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the professional account, which includes all these kinds of features and is 200 bucks a month. But lo and behold, there's a free service. And the free service includes all these features. Now, I do encourage you to support any of the services that you use and love. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But I understand, too, that you may have a smaller website or you may just want some insight into you know, the next... 10 days of what people are going to be doing on your website because you've just developed a new website. What's it like for the new user? What a great idea to roll out your new website, add full story to the header, and then you've got a chance to actually have that focus group with your real life users. So this is just kind of an introduction to the features and it shows you what this service is not going to have. So the free service is lacking click maps, which show you basically where people click in a map format. So think of a heat map where you can see... Um, that's like interesting. They click on that so much that it's red, huh. right? So that's a little bit different. Um, it is not going to show you GOIP and all that kind of stuff, domain IP, error clicks, which would be like, I guess, a 404 or things that... Oh, no, this is stuff that produces an, a JavaScript error. Hmm. So this is... So it looks like the free version is more to just kind of see what's going on on your website, yeah. but not necessarily analyze the code because that's another thing this can be used for. Are there bugs on my website that I'm not seeing? We have a website with thousands of pages because we've got so much video there. Well, I don't know if (laughs) something from season two is, you know, when you click on it, it crashes out your browser. Unless someone tells me that, I'm not going to realize it. So Full Story is going to help me with that. So we know about the pricing and we know that there is a free version available. So up here, we can just enter our email address. And by doing that, it's going to pop us a quick email that allows us to activate our trial account. Now, the trial account, again, is like a a trial version of the professional edition Mm -hmm. of Full Story. But when it runs out, they're going to need you to start paying for it. That's the $200 a month thing. So during that trial version, if you're interested in, you know, if you're looking for the professional version, sure, go ahead and, and do it. But if you're just looking for the free version, you can actually downgrade to the free version during the trial with no fear of having to pay and you're not going to have to enter a credit card or anything. So just for the sake of demonstration, I've kind of expedited things by signing up. And when I clicked on the uh, authentication email, it actually took me to this form that allows me to log in with my Google account. And I'm like, hey, that's easy enough. So I just click on it and say, okay, well, let's log in. And boom, I am into Full Story. So welcome to Full Story, folks. Now, you'll notice that, first of all, I've already added the header code to my website so I could start to track what's going on on our website. I'm going to show mm-hmm. you how to do that. When you first log in, this panel is going to be absolutely empty. So you click on Settings, and there is your recording snippet. So this allows you to basically put that camera over the shoulder of your, your site visitors copy this code and simply throw it into the header of your website. So if you go to category5.tv and then I'll do a control U to see the header and I should see something here for full story. See that? Fullstory.com. Now I'm using Rocket Script so it condenses and minifies so it looks a little bit different than the copy and paste but that is the actual code that I've pasted into the header for the sake of this demonstration and just so that we can see how full story works. Hmm. So now if you go to category5.tv and you start looking around, I'll give you an example. I installed this this week and I had not yet added Category 5's episode 502 to the website. Mm -hmm. So full story allowed me to see that a user had discovered that the top right module here that says technology Mm -hmm. TV episode 503 live right now. Normally there's a countdown there. 
Now, it said 502 was going to be live tonight. Well, 502 already happened that night. But because I hadn't oh. uploaded it yet, my website thought 502 hadn't happened yet. Oh, so, okay. so then I realized, oh, there's a bug there. I need to accommodate the fact that, okay, the show has happened. We have not yet uploaded it. It still thinks that 502 is to come. So that was a bug that I discovered thanks to Full Story. I would never have seen that. Yeah. So, so that's kind of one of the advantages to it as well. It's interesting to me, too, to find out that your eyes are somehow associated and connected to your mouse. Right. You've never mm-hmm. realized this. But when you start watching Full Story, you realize people actually move their mouse to the things that they're reading, to that's the things really that they're neat, doing. Actually. It's really interesting. Wow. Try to catch yourself. See if when you're, when you're reading news stories, where's your mouse cursor? I don't think you move it off to the side and put your hands behind your back. It's actually, it's a fact. I see it. Uh, and maybe we'll get, a, get to glean some of that tonight as we look at fullstory.com. But people do tend to point to stuff. So that, was brought, that bug was brought to my attention as the user, in fact, placed their mouse cursor over the episode number over here on mm-hmm. the right-hand side and kind of moved their mouse around in such a way that I realized they were frustrated with something or couldn't figure something out, and they started scrolling up and down, and you could tell they were looking for episode 502. Huh. Really cool stuff. So let's get a look at what it looks like from the administrator's perspective. So we're not spying on any private information here. This is literally just, this is the information of what are they seeing in their web browser. Mm -hmm. So that said, if you have a login system, or anything that displays private information, confidential information, please be mindful of that when you install this plugin. You can actually block Full Story from seeing some content. You can block mm-hmm. it from recording certain content. And that's important as you set this up if you have a site that has that kind of private information. Now, our mm-hmm. website, the advantage to us is that we do not collect or show any private information on the screen, plus anything that is shown on the screen is something that I'm going to know anyways. For example, if somebody were to send in a viewer question, they might go to the Contact Us form, Mm -hmm. and yes, they will enter their email address. Mm -hmm. But I'm the one who receives that email. I'm also the one who's going to see the full story output. So there's nothing there that is private that I am not already privy to. So that one private thing is not something that, that I really need to be concerned with, but I could block it if I wanted full story not to have access to that data. Okay, so this is what it looks like now that, the, now that it's plugged in. Now, you'll see that Toronto has uh, connected in here on the right-hand side. That might be me because we're on LTE. So mm-hmm. there's somebody in Londonbury, someone in Vancouver, someone in Chicago, and someone in Los Angeles on the website. So if I click play on this, and notice it's just user 483. doesn't give me any real information that's identifying. It's just the ability to sort of see what's going on. Shows me where they're located. And let's see what it shows us. I feel like now's a really good time for everybody to get on the website. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Start clicking around. Spam the website right now. So you notice how right now they're just kind of sitting there on that page. Mm -hmm. So I can click on skip inactivity because it's orange down there. And so that Mm -hmm. tells me that there is some inactivity going on. I can press skip inactivity and it's going to push right over that. Now that user didn't really do much. They probably went to the website and clicked on live. Right. Right up at the top, right? Because that makes sense. That is what someone might do in this instance. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit here, go back in time a little bit to uh, well before the show. Let's jump to 5.04 p.m. when we had someone from Walsall on the website on a Windows computer. Hmm. So again, nothing personally identified, but this is what they saw. So there's their mouse. That's not mine. 
See that mouse that just kind of moved around? So they're oh, going yeah. through the menu. I can see they're going to shop with our partners. Huh. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> oh. And now, see their mouse? They're looking at Amazon. I guarantee it. See? Oh, super. Now they're looking at eBay. See how they're... they're it's so interesting. It's almost like... And now they've clicked on Amazon.co.uk. So if that was you, thank you. Huh. But how cool that... Oh, they're dra- maybe they're dragging some links up to their, uh, to their toolbar, to their bookmark yeah. bar. Huh. And that's the end of the session. So that's all that was recorded mm-hmm. in that particular that's session. That's super cool. You see that how is. the eye moved to Amazon and so did the Man. mouse. The eye moved to eBay and so did the mouse. So jumping back just a little bit here, let's see what else we can find. So... Yeah, show me more. So me interesting. More, <laughs> it really is. And from a UX standpoint, okay, so here's somebody... Uh, it looks like maybe they it's it, it doesn't seem i haven't figured out why sometimes it's just like an instant maybe it was detected as a bot maybe it was something that yeah, you know, crawler they, they clicked on a particular link that took them straight to the content something like that sometimes mm-hmm. i go on the website to just check the past episodes to see what sure. shirt i've worn in the oh, past couple of weeks. <laughs> so that was you make sure i don't wear the you. same okay. shirt a couple of days in a row yeah it's like no we're safe <laughs> <laughs> now here's somebody looking at the pixel shadow website as well and and uploading a, a skin so you can add more than one website so i've added that con- huh. that header code to more than one website, but we're just focused on Category 5 TV tonight. So here's somebody here at about noon today. See their mouse cursor there? So they're reading one of your news stories there, Sasha. Here are the stories we're following this week. And, okay, now they've jumped up to the top. What are they going to do? The intense... Oh, you know what? See, mm-hmm. because YouTube is an embed... An oh. iframe, if, pardon me, it's an iframe. We cannot see that they're actually watching a YouTube video in the middle there, right below the title oh. of the page. Um, so on our website, huh. that's where the video is displayed. But here, uh, we don't see that because YouTube cross-domain cross uh, security policies. Mm-hmm. Right. So we just see a white square. Now here's somebody looking at our statistics. Viewer locations for the last 30 days and they're scrolling up and down currently viewed videos and so obviously pausing there to read what the episode is about, see what's going on. So you can see the benefit of this. Now here on the mm-hmm. network, now they've stopped there on New Every Day and there's uh, the Ubuntu image has kind of stood out to them, or Point Linux I guess it was, there's Sasha, and now, boom, clicking on creating screencast tutorials in Linux with me and Krista, and there they are. So now the video is playing there, and they've got their mouse hovered over the full screen button, I would assume, uh, because that's about where it would be. And then uh, it's skipped over because we've got it set to skip in activity, and uh, they probably watched the video at that point. And here they are looking again at our statistics. So we have to hope that this is somody who's interested in advertising on our network. Yes. <laughs> so how cool is that? It's called fullstory.com. There is a version that's absolutely free, and that's what we're evaluating oh. tonight. And so Wait, please do check it, it out. It was the foo oh. from the chat room. So the chat room. just happened to be. It was. Do you recognize that session? Was that you? And is everything that I'm saying awesome. correct? Did you notice how your mouse cursor was going to the right spot? Huh. Um, and so what are, you know, what are the chances? Here we are, um, yeah. and there are hundreds of, uh, I just added the code the other day. I've got hundreds of uh, videos to watch. That is super, Such super a helpful cool. system. Mm-hmm. Not everyone needs this, but if you're a developer, if you're looking to build a better user experience, what a great way to gauge what the users are actually going through, oh, to yeah. find those little bugs, to find little quirks about your website. And huh. when you're done observing, 
you can turn it off. And then you can turn it back on the next right. time you do a big site overhaul. And uh, it's important to note along that vein, mm-hmm. Full Story will not have a performance impact on your website. How fantastic no. is that? So check it out. It's fullstory.com. If you love it, hey, give us a thumbs up and uh, make sure you post your comments below as well. This is Category 5 Technology TV. You breathed in like you were going to say something, so I paused. Oh, no. No? That was, just I was, just trying that was literally no. just a breath. I was really just trying not to cough. I have a little oh, tickle. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. Take a sip of your coffee. More oh, coffee. Super great mm-hmm. idea. Sorry. Check out our website, please, and thank you, mm-hmm. so that we can watch you. Mm. No, it's Category5.tv. Hope you enjoy the programming <laughs> that we offer. It is uh, provided absolutely free. You can download HD video via BitTorrent if you'd like. Go to torrent.category5.tv or follow the links right on our mm-hmm. website as well. Hmm. Side note about that program, I really like the looks of the little avatars. I liked how They're they all... Cute. They're cute. It's a very good looking It just program. randomly picks a cute little avatar for you. Yeah. That graphic so. design, just 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, that looks just like me. Oh, wait, wait maybe, yeah. I don't even know what it was. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, we're going to jump right over to your newsroom. Uh, You've got some great stories for us tonight that you're telling us about, so I'll let you take it away. Let's get on in there. Oh, and I should mention before we start, Mm -hmm. you notice the drones all around us? Ooh. Ooh. Could there be a story about drones? Could there? I think she's hinting. (laughs) Okay. Here are the stories we're covering this week in the Category5.tv newsroom. Based on a new proposal, drone pilots in the EU now have to register for all drones over 9 ounces. Another use for 3D printers at home as a university student prints his way to a better smile. Binaural 3D sound will make the new Doctor Who episode terrifying. An amazing step in bionic hands has been announced, and a new camera developed in Sweden is faster than any photography gear on the planet. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Now here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category5.tv network by shopping at GearBest. That's right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.tv slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well... Of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, Because cat5.tv slash gearbest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock-bottom prices. Do they have cell phones? You betcha. cat5.tv slash gearbest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets. What about computer... Consumer electronics, those make a great gift. Absolutely, from high-tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? It's like a superstore right from the comfort of your own chair at your computer through the interweb. Yeah, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, what about clothes? Yep. Both men and women, fashionable apparel at rock bottom, super duper prices. Kind of like this. Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than $30 plus free shipping at cat5.tv slash gear best. All right. You kind of got me there. Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff? Uh, now that the winter has passed... Flying season. Do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh, my 
goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners' pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, but of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv slash GearBest. See, that's easy. Cat5.tv slash GearBest. That's right. Happy shopping. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories for the week of May 10th, 2017. The European Aviation Safety Agency is proposing rules on the use of small drones that would include requirements for operators of all but the smallest devices to register with authorities. The European Union's Civil Aviation Agency said Friday that its proposal would allow members member countries the flexibility to define areas where drones are prohibited or where some requirements are relaxed. Operators of drones, except those lighter than 250 grams, would be obliged to register with the authorities. The proposal also sets out technical and operational requirements for the unmanned aircraft. EASA says it plans to submit a final plan to the EU's Executive Commission at the end of this year after receiving feedback on its proposal. Wow, so that would mean 250 grams. That's just small. That sounds small. Wow. If only we had a repository of many types of drones that we could see how much is 250 grams. Oh, look, there's Looky a scale. Here. A random scale has oh, appeared. Oh, it just happened to be there. Looky here. I'm curious because 250 grams does sound like a small drone. Like how, how heavy is uh, Buzz? He, is my zero. Phantom 3. It's technically like two pounds, so two pounds. it's like one thousand. I, I don't know. I don't know metric <laughs> slash imperial. Nine ounces. Uh, yeah. Two hundred and fifty grams. Two pounds. No. Ah. Uh, ounces. It is good thing that we have Google in our world. Okay, so I'm going to start with a teeny drone. Okay. Okay. So I have set the tear mass. It's, it shows uh, zero grams right now. Let's actually. <laughs> actually show it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Here we go. Go. Teeny drone is 13 grams. Okay, so teeny drones, we do not have to license. They're safe. Thankfully. <laughs> your, your nano drones <laughs> Imagine are okay. If you had to. Wow. Imagine if. Oh, my. That's okay. a lot of paperwork. <laughs> What's let's, next? Let's jump a step up. We've got a navigator. Okay. This is awesome. This is a hexacopter. Oh, it's a, ba it's a baby Let's hexacopter. See? Oh, look at how adorable that is. Oh, Do you want to oh, see? Okay. Here, I'll get it for you. This, like the CX Star, has the case in the controller. Ah, so fancy. And it has uh, the hex. Okay, I'm going to put it on there so that I can take a video of it for you. That's what it looks like. Ooh, ah. So shiny. Super pretty. And it is 13 grams. Beautiful. Okay, we do not have to register our navigator. Okay, so we're safe. 250 grams is the cutoff. 250. Okay, and this yeah. is 13, so we are golden. Okay. So far. Knock on wood. So far. <laughs> now we're dealing with some pretty teeny, teeny, teeny things. Hence the name. So teeny bad. drones. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to set that aside. Hello. <laughs> what do we got next? What have you next? That's an H101 from Flurion. It Ooh. still feels light. 
Let's, Let's throw it on in away. the box. Let's throw it on the box and see. That's only 200 grams in the box. Okay, so, okay, so you, you should so be safe. Good. We know we know that that one's good. Uh, what's next? Okay, we've got the what I call the spider. It looks like a tarantula. The hmm. It really does. This thing is sweet to fly, Henry. It's, it's just like a cloud. Controlling a cloud. Never been opened. Oh, it's Aww. it's definitely teeny tiny. It's okay. not gonna it's not gonna weigh a ton. Let's. I'm gonna have I to hope not. Yeah, <laughs> a ton. Yeah. That one is uh, fifty three grams. Now I'm pushing down with the cable. <laughs> it's I, like ah, add weight. I'm stuck. Ah. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Not pre-planned. Okay. So that one we know we're good. Okay. Where, how big do you need to be to have to license these things? What now? about? Um, it's not really size, it's mass. It's weight. So batteries, oh. you think this one? Physics. This one here, that's pretty heavy. That's the Micro Drone 3.0. Oh, yeah. It's got the separate batteries and everything. Yeah. I remember this guy. Yeah, he's a good, good flyer. flyer. Yeah. Jinx. So, the drone oh. itself is pretty light. Uh, so, of course, when it's in the air, it's going to have a battery as well. Mm -hmm. Do we have batteries in here? Oh, I hope so. We don't. So the weight is all would that the weight, controller. Would, well, would the mm. weight have to be with or without the battery? Probably with, battery. with, with the battery. battery. Unless it in the like air. flies without a battery. That'd right. Be cool. She's only 50 grams with, without the uh, battery. Mm. I can't see a battery being 200 grams. I don't know. Batteries We're safe with the micro drone. And kind of our, probably our biggest toy flyer. I don't even know what this is. EA Sheen E30. Okay. Let's get it out there. Ooh, she's Ooh. black. That's Aww. fancy, fancy. It's like a really, really small Phantom 3 Pro, but in like a black plastic. <laughs> and Keen <small>. observation. <laughs> I don't know. It might does be it a green with, plastic. Oh, it does have a very small battery in there. Okay. okay. But so it's, it's, a, it's a slightly larger quad. Right. So let's throw that on there. And we are still safe, folks. So it looks like toy drones up, need toy not. drones are going to be safe. Toy drones need so it looks not like be you're okay. licensed. Yeah, 103 grams. So that one's a little bit heavier, but we're still golden. So hey, if you're flying these guys, I think you're going to be okay. Right. Once you get into the larger, um, more professional drones, they'll need a license. You're going to need to license that under the new rules. So now, really, the motivation will be for drone manufacturers to find a really mm. good lightweight material. You're going to see a lot of crazy awesome drones coming out at 243 Space. grams. Well, They'll well, be, like, injected with, like, I don't know, like, helium inside the drone itself. Can you imagine? <laughs> helium drone? <laughs> helium drone? Looks weird with the balloon on top. Right. I, I, once, I once bought a tank of helium, mm -hmm. and it was super light when I bought it, and then I filled a bunch of balloons, and I went to go move the oh. tank, and the tank was so heavy. Really? The helium it was empty? Yeah. Oh, my. It was such a mind trip. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Man. All right. Back to the news. An undergraduate at New Jersey Institute of Technology made his own plastic braces using a 3D printer, $60 of materials, and a healthy dose of ingenuity, and they actually worked. Amos Dudley had braces in middle school, but he didn't wear a retainer like he was supposed to, so his teeth slowly shifted back. 
He didn't want to shell out thousands of dollars for a whole new round of braces, so the digital design major decided to make his own. On his blog, Dudley wrote that he was an unlikely combination of two things. He was broke and he had access to a high-quality 3D printer through his university. He took full advantage of this. The process wasn't exactly easy. He had to research orthodontic procedures and plot the root of his successive braces so his teeth would move in the right way. But once that was done, all it took was fabricating a series of models out of relatively inexpensive plastic and then following through on wearing them. And it was worth it for Dudley, whose smile turned out looking remarkable. Now, we have... A good old before and after of things, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it was That's on awesome. the screen, so you folks saw that. Yeah, uh, but here's the before. Yeah, and uh, now I can see that he's got the retainer on the top teeth. There. Okay, yeah, it really reminds me of Invisalign. And okay. I'm not sure if it's a patented technology, so I don't know if we're going to see his, you know, invention or idea go to, you know, the mass market because it, does Invisalign have a patent on that? I'm not sure. I don't know the invisible braces, but that's You'll exactly what after, that looks like. Right? So that's yeah. the before. Okay. All right. And there's the after. Oh, no way! Look at that. That smile. is awesome. Isn't I, it cool? I hope that he made that a project. Like I hope that that yeah. was his. Oh yeah. Like he got his doctorate in that or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just like master's thesis. I can do this now. That's right. That's awesome. And look at him smile. Amazing. Cool Sixty dollars worth of materials. I know, and they are so expensive. I mean, you try to correct a smile. Right. It is very expensive. Wow, that is great. Okay. With this week's episode of Doctor Who, you're going to need headphones to take in the full spectacle. Knock Knock, season 10's fourth episode, will be a brief slide into the horror genre, helped along by binaural 3D sound technology. As Radio Times reported, this week's episode of Doctor Who, Knock Knock, will feature the show's first ever 3D experience, sound experience with the help of binaural recordings and the BBC iPlayer. Binaural recording is a method of audio recording using two microphones instead of one, which gives the listener the sensation of actually being in the room with the characters. It's similar to the technology used in IMAX theaters and at-home 3D stereo systems. So the first knock on screen might sound like it's to your left, while the other... While the one right after might switch to sounding like it's behind you. It's a technique guaranteed to send shivers up your spine when used in the horror genre, and that's exactly what the fourth episode seems to be aiming for. The binaural edition won't air on television, but it seems likely that it will be available for purchase on iTunes at a later date. That is awesome. You know what I love about this is binaural audio does not require surround sound. It does not require speakers all around you it simply requires that you have a nice pair of headphones right now you have made binaural recordings yeah i do binaural nature sounds yes and in fact if you go to our website category5.tv you can look at episode number one of the show show where Hmm. i demonstrate how to in fact build your own binaural recording rig that's so cool. It comes complete with audio samples. Man. So put on your headphones, go to our website, category5.tv, do a quick search for DIY 3D microphone, and you'll be able to hear that on your headphones. And it's neat because it's true. You actually, like, think you about this mm-hmm. for a second, and I talk about this on that, on that episode, so not to be redundant, I know you're going to go watch it right after the show, but if I go like this, where am right. I clicking? Right. It's mm-hmm. so wild to me that our ears, even though there are only two of them, we can it's hear like depth dimension. Perception. 
That's how so do we, interesting. How does that work? It really changes your actual like viewer experience. I mean, sure. your listening experience, I suppose, in this case. Because I know in my apartment, we have it, a stereo system set up where... You have to have you, speakers all around you. Have, we have speakers uh-huh. all around us. Mm-hmm. And when we're watching something... Well, when Dave's playing a video game... <laughs> Where, like, there's a bonfire, like yeah, in Dark right. Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, and he walks around it. You can really hear the crackling everywhere. Right. Like, that is incredible. Here's the difference, though. That's surround sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Binaural takes advantage of the fact that we only have two ears anyways. Right. We don't need seven speakers around us. Right. We only have two ears. So they put two speakers, mm-hmm. one on each ear, your headphones, and record it in such a way that it emulates the fact, you know, do it. Go like this. And you hear where that's coming from uh, around you, and it's amazing. It's, and so binaural audio takes advantage of that. That's so awesome. Genius. So that everybody can have the experience of having that, but here. On your yeah. headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And you're from gonna, your, yeah. you have it on your smartphone. Well, you aren't going to wake <laughs> up the whole house now when you're playing like Call of Duty and there's an there explosion or something. You just put your headphones on. Right. <laughs> you're all set. Do check out the show show, episode one. Do it. And you'll learn all about binaural audio. I get to hear it. A bionic hand that sees objects and instantly decides what kind of grip to adopt has been developed by scientists. A computer uses a camera to assess an object's shape and size and then to trigger the correct movement to pick it up. The technology was developed at at Newcastle University and has been trialed by a small number of amputees. Dr. Kanush Nazapur, a senior lecturer in biomedical engineering at the university, says that the bionic hand can respond automatically. The device could spark a new generation of prosthetic limbs, giving the wearer the ability to grip objects without the use of their brain, researchers say. Dr. Nazapur said prosthetic limbs have changed very little in the past 100 years. Responsiveness has been one of the main barriers to artificial limbs. The hand to the hand too reacts within milliseconds and performs four different grasps suitable for picking up a cup, holding a TV controller, and gripping objects with a thumb and two fingers or a pinched thumb and first finger. That's actually super incredible uh, personally because mm-hmm. I, my mom, she was born with only one arm, wow. right? So wow. she actually doesn't wear the prosthetic limb because it doesn't make any sense to her because it doesn't mm. it's not really super functional Can't do a whole lot with it eh? right mm. and yeah. and because she was born that way she's not an amputee so it's not like there's a lot of i like i i guess this would work in the situation because she wouldn't need the nerve connections or any sort of yeah weird so yeah. it's almost as if the hand wow. has its own mind right and know, huh. knows not kind of what though. it can do yeah, yeah so <laughs> if you reach out you know i can subconsciously reach out and pick up my mug and you know it just happens and it just happens so to have a hand that has the technology to be able to do that same thing without me having to think about right it. so you get close to it and then it does just knows the appropriate do. thing yeah until Apparently. until it doesn't do the appropriate yeah pull, yeah pull the wings <laughs> off mo- uh, moths and i promise i didn't do that <laughs> i meant to win you hitting i meant Why to win you know? <laughs> oh boy Okay, a new camera. <laughs> Take a breath, and the news. I am back 
to the news. Uh, A new camera developed in Sweden is faster than any photography gear on the planet. Researchers at Sweden's Lund University built a crazy fast camera that can capture a staggering 5 trillion frames per second. Or events as 5 trillion. Okay, or events as short as 0.2 trillionths of one second. At that speed, it is able to capture video of light in flight. Wow. I know. That is like mind-boggling to me. With the new high-speed film camera, the researchers plan to film rapid processes in chemistry, biology, and physics that are otherwise impossible to capture in photos or videos. The folks responsible for the development are currently shooting video and will be releasing several samples this fall. Neat. I can only imagine how cool it's going to be to see that in, you know, just even nature films, right? How, how long would you have to wait for one second of time to pass? Too long. Like hours, <laughs> hours and hours just to, see, just to see what normally happens in a flash. But that's interesting that they would use it for biology and yeah. processes that normally happen so quickly that you can't see them. Mm-hmm. So Explosions, cool. yeah. implosions. I love science. Very cool. cool. <laughs> Thanks for watching the Category 5.tv newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category 5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. Thanks, Sasha. This is Category 5 Technology TV, our website, category5.tv. We've got your viewer mail. Thank you, everyone, for participating in our contest, which is still going on. It's called the Category 5.tv Treasure Chest, and you can win any one of your favorite prizes. We've got a chest full of gear. We've talked about it on the show in the past. We're going to talk about it coming up, Uh, but basically, you open the chest if you win, and you get to choose which prize you'd like to walk away with. So in order to participate in that contest, all you have to do is email contest at category5.tv and when you do that just tell us a little bit about what you love about the show and uh, what brings you uh, to category 5 tv so sasha i'll get you to read what dooley devulcan sent in dooley devulcan says i found category 5 after installing a roku during season six i think i didn't get to watch many live shows because of my work schedule at the time now I just have to remember the correct day. I really love... Yeah, so does Robbie. Should I just mention? Yeah, yeah come on now. It, used nice. to, it was Tuesdays for so many years. I know. Uh, Dooley DeVolcan, uh, you can do a couple of different things, but subscribe to our iCal. Uh, go on to category5.tv and click on for our calendar, or quick link is cat5.tv slash calendar, and that will take you to our Google Calendar, and you can subscribe, and it will alert you. How cool is that? Very cool. That's probably the easiest way. Right so, now. Dooley DeVolcan also says, I really love the show because it feels like and reminds me of the 16-line BBS I was doing, I was a member of back in the day. Wow. Yeah. Chat and talk about tech and computers. You don't demonstrate at doing something, you actually are doing it, which includes failures. Hey. Bringing us back to that yeah. show that we will not never happen. Never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some viewer will experience the same failure, and it's then true. you fix it and get around it somehow. It's a great show, and you're all very likable people. Thank Aww, you. Thanks. Some tech people broadcast, and the main thing you hear is their keyboard because they use a laptop and the built-in mic that gets every mechanical sound the system makes. Yeah. You not only listen to suggestions, but you even ask for feedback any feedback you can get thanks to the whole crew and keep up the great work 
Thanks, Julie DeVolcan. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're awesome. Henry, there's one from Ron Morissette. Can you take that one for me? I sure can. Hey, Ron. Let's see. Let's see. Hi, Ron. How are you doing out there? It's good. It's good to see you. All right. So Ron says, I have been a huge fan of the Category 5 TV show. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. So for many years now, even my wife enjoys the show, especially since the episodes you and Sasha... Yeah, they did on the Raspberry Pi. So, like, ever since you guys, like, started nice. that. Yeah. So, because, yeah, because he says, um, my grandson and I. Our music, our music feature. That's how to right. create a music server. In the way back when. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Ron says, um, my grandson and I are also big fans of the Pixel Shadow now. Oh, cool. Thanks to you. It's another and, one of our shows, for those of you who aren't yeah, familiar. Yeah, on the Category 5 network. Yes. Ooh. Whole network of shows. Um. Thank you, and MangleFox70. I'm working towards changing my main desktop computer to Ubuntu. Awesome. I just need to buy another hard drive to back up my data. I am also working on using a Raspberry Pi as an open VPN server. Um, That's a cool project. Yeah. Let us know how that goes, by the way. Um, My wife and I are both Patreons. Thank you so much of the show. And wife. (laughs) And everyone else. Um, I have placed your uh, affiliate link to... Um, blank on my desktop for easy access every time I order something from Amazon. I, Again, thank you so much. I think that said originally because I did read this. <laughs> yeah, uh, the affiliate link to Amazon. Yeah, because there's like a big blank in the script right now. Apparently, I'm out of blue ink. Ron, he messed it up, not me. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> just just for the record, the um, I love your show and all everything that you guys do. Oh, um, and how the show has improved over the years, and your new co-host Henry. Oh. Oh, Henry's Henry. just so cool, man. I mean, mention like, Henry. Just, just kidding. Nice. No, thanks. Thanks, man. And we miss Jeff. Jeff will hopefully be back soon, He too. will be he back He is planning soon. on it. Yeah. yeah, don't worry. Jeff's not gone anywhere. He's, oh, no. He's here. He just has that invisible cloaking thing on right now. Um, we miss he's Jeff, but beach. we especially love Sasha. Sasha's getting all the love, man. Thank just you. No, but no, don't. Thank you so much, guys. Like, it really, it really does mean a lot. And thank you for your comment about me. Means a lot. So I'm so self. Cheers, everybody. Self- Thank you so much for sending in your your uh, your contest entries. Again, send them to contest at category five TV. We're getting a large list of folks that have qualified for mm-hmm. this contest, and pretty soon we're going to be drawing uh, drawing those. So just to let you know, because people are starting to ask, well, when is the actual draw? Right, exactly. And mm-hmm. that is coming. Now we are just waiting for some of the product. In, that's in transit. So mm-hmm. once it's all oh, here, okay. then we're going to be accumulating it. So some of the, the product is not yet physically ready oh, to be okay. delivered. So we're just waiting for it all to arrive. Once it's here, that's when the draw is going to take place. And we're going to so. do the draw oh, okay. live, right? Are we we are going to do Ooh. the draw live. There is a little bit of a surprise to it. So you're going to have to just cast your ballot and make sure you watch. It's going to be fireworks. <laughs> Super. It's going to be cool. Okay, so we've got uh, another one here, and again, out of blue ink, Robbie. Isn't that funny? And I'm going to try to I'm gonna what get this. Well, okay. There's another what comment doing? here that is in blue ink. And I see it, but I don't have access to it, <laughs> and so I'm actually going to open it up on my screen because I know you're, you're sitting there, and there it is, blue ink. F.H. Oh. Tommy says, "Oh, T. Smith from Mind Test is, yes, I knit. Oh, that's me. 
Oh. So this is F.H. Tommy from YouTube. So we've heard that name many times. Oh. No And way. T. Smith from Mind Test. We've heard of you many times. So it's interesting, isn't it? That, you know, we don't always make the connection because so you're cool. on YouTube. You're watching the different shows. You're playing Mind Test. And right. we've got all these different names. And uh, so we try to make the connection. So thank you for clearing that up. And also says, yep, I'm a guy and I knit. Very cool. Heck yeah. Cool. You could have been a bald woman too. I would love for you to send me a toque. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like a beanie or something. Just big, to keep me like warm. a big R for Robbie. I'd need it. A nightcap would be fantastic. Just help me sleep. It's going to happen in all the winter <laughs> nights. Super duper love when people write in. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you, everybody, for participating in tonight's show and being here with us. Chat room, it is so good to see you. Uh, I didn't see any questions there. I do see the flood of messages that are going by. It's so great to see everybody. Uh, and. Uh, very, very cool. Now, we have um, a product called NEMS that is the Nagios Enterprise Monitoring Server. Do you remember that? About six months ago, and I know that because mm-hmm. it's on a six-month release cycle, Ooh. NEMS was featured on the show. Now, NEMS 1.2 is released and f- in its final kind of um, unexpected bug fix phase because there were some little issues out the gate but we're working through them and uh, NEMS is really really cool if you want to monitor your home server your your computers your network if you want to take it to the enterprise level and monitor hundreds and hundreds of computers see if the hard drives are failing or see if the CPU load is too high or the print spoolers are crashed and all this kind of stuff just is a dream for IT managers Uh, it's called NEMS you can find it on my blog at baldnerd.com slash NEMS N-E-M-S and uh, that actually runs on a Raspberry Pi 3 Oh, so this whole enterprise server for monitoring everything runs on a Pi. This is starting to sound familiar. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's working. It's good. It was pretty cool. It's it pretty was cool. cool. But 1.2 is a huge improvement over 1.1. So much work went into it. I'm very, oh. very excited about it. And the community is responding well as well. Um, so do check it out, baldnerd.com slash NEMS. And be mindful that uh, we're just in the process of hooking up an interview so that we can talk to uh, the original developer of Nagios Pi. Hmm. And we're going to be uh, premiering NEMS 1.2 on the show in in the coming weeks so cool. really excited about that I love doing pie features yeah. and showing off some of the cool things that we do here uh, as well so and that's a free product so we not only give away free TV we give away free distros and free, free this stuff and anything we can uh, that's, that's what we like to do around here so uh, and I appreciate everyone who, who decides to do the same and, and give back mm-hmm. to the show and we couldn't do it without you so thank you very much and those of you just watching as well thank you yes thank um, you but that's all the time we have can you believe how do hours go by so fast in this happen? hour, but then when I'm at work? Oh, I know. Yeah. Don't say it. Don't say it. Or if I'm planking. If I'm at the gym and they're like, <laughs> plank for one when minute. Planking, it's a million it's like, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you plank for one minute and it feels like it's four now, hours. If you yeah. had a camera that could shoot trillions of frames per second, then you could make it look like you were planking for an hour. Oh. For a million years. And I start like immediately. I ha- do you plank? Do you ever do it? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I get, I down, the, I get down there and I start planking. And like within, I would say, four seconds, I immediately start like my whole body shakes. Like I'm vibrating because my muscles are like, no, I don't like Now, this. granted, oh, I am man. planking on one of those vibrating, gyrating uh, oh my gosh. rodeo horses. But uh, seriously, try it. What like is in, the purpose? 
It's, it's like a full core body core, like it's a core strength. It's mm -hmm. kind of like in a sit push-up. It's in a push-up <laughs> position, so like you get some shoulder stuff going on. Mm -hmm. It's a seriously intense, just subtle looking move for full body fitness. So. I would look great in the plank position, Sasha. Thank you for the tip. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's coming to we the Category about, 5 TV network, yeah, right? Some sort of Sasha's be our new plank. It was some sort of planking. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that a craze like a few years ago too? Like yeah. just planking. That, that was a weird thing. This is not what I'm doing. We're I'm not, bringing like, it back. Yeah, no, tops of buildings or anything. Yeah. yeah Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, everybody. And I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday night. See ya.